0: You wide awake? Hello and welcome back to Wide Awake at 3 a.m. I'm your host, Cole Smitson, your lazy and competent host as far as putting this podcast out because it has been far too long and I'm going to make a concerted effort to put this out. I do an NFL podcast. It makes it very difficult with the season to do all this. But honestly, the only thing that's been stopping me has been myself this entire time. And it's kind of hard to when you realize that the only thing holding you back in your life is you. And I think I've realized that at various points in my life, but at this point, I'm just ready to take the next step and become a person who is like fully dedicated to being the best version of themselves. And I think, again, I've said that on a number of occasions on this podcast and to people in my life, but over the past couple of weeks, I've really been dedicating myself to that and dedicating myself to growing myself and, and changing and being better. And that's the only thing in my way is me. Right? Like when you look in the mirror, I think a lot of people go through this in different capacities in different ways. And certainly I have in the past, but the only thing stopping me from being the best version of myself is me. And it is, you know, what conflict is all this time man versus self. And it's something that I'm truly committed to changing. And we'll see if this one sticks. I really do think it will. But at the end of the day, all of it is on me. No one's coming to save me. No one is, you know, going to knock on my door and make sure I get up early in the morning and do the things I need to get done. No one's going to make sure that I put in the extra effort, go the extra mile. Because obviously, I, you know, I have jobs. I have two jobs that I do to make money. And then I also have this on the side, which is my passion project, the thing that I eventually want to make money off of and have it be a done sustainable thing. And I think I can do that. I think I can be a, a part of an organization and, and accomplish all the goals that I've set out for myself. And this is completely freestyled, completely free ball in it right now. And I'm going to, and I'm doing it. I'm doing the right things. And I'm learning what the right things are to do. And it's a very difficult process of, you know, finding the ever, ever elusive self. I think part of that, Process is is figuring out that there is no real self to find because as soon as you find yourself, you're in a new situation. Things have changed around you. You've changed, and so that that goalpost just shifts from one spot to another in infinitum, it, it just will go on forever. And unless you accept to love and the journey along the way, which is something that I have not done, I've really been you know, sort of goal oriented. And I want to get to this end point. I want to get to this point. I want to do this thing. And I'm starting to learn to love the experience of the journey. And that's all I can do. And I want to take this more seriously. And I want to, you know, put out a lot of content. I think I need to go back to my roots, go back to the Formation of this podcast back in 2020, and, and I was a very different person looking back, listening back to some of that stuff. Like, obviously, I'm me in a lot of ways, but I am someone who who needed this experience of kind of falling to the depths of myself and really crashing and burning a number of times to figure out what I actually want to do with this and with my life and who I want to be, like, not the person that I, you know, present myself as, but the person that I truly am and the person that I can be. And I see it now more clearly than ever. The person that I need to be, the person that I can be. And I'm going to stop at nothing. No one can stop me, least of all myself, from achieving those goals. I know I'm really good at this. I've listened back to this. I've had, you know, many people compliment me on the show in general and and the work I've done here, but it's not enough. And I have not done enough. I've not taken it seriously enough. And that is all on me. It's all on my shoulders. It's the Burden I carry. And I think I need to go back to the roots of the origins of this podcast. The reason I started, I think I need to put my tinfoil hat back on. I think I need to, you know, really discuss what is going on in the world, like the kind of situation we all find ourselves in, because I think that that was the original conceit. The goal I have going forward with this is to at least get something out, even if it's short, like this is going to be, even if it's a tiny little bit of what I can do, of what I can be go do that tiny bit. If you can't work out for an hour, work out for 10 minutes, right? Like I, I have to accept the little victories as opposed to kind of taking a big jive fat L. And I I'm sure I'll come on here and I'll talk about the place I've been the things I've done the person I've been But for now. I'm gonna leave y'all with just a little bit of a conversation me and my dad had today, which I think is, was very interesting. And it's really about the lack of nuance in our society in general and then also like just how people view the world and see things and how very like one track minded many people are on the idea of like their spot in the world and who they want to be and i think it's funny like someone can have the best intentions with everything they do and say and feel and they can in their heart of hearts believe that they're doing the best things for themselves and their loved ones and their friends in the world but at the same time be you know going against the very goals that they've set out for themselves and i am someone who's definitely experienced that a lot recently in my own life but uh, the idea of authoritarian leftists came up because obviously there's a lot of authoritarians on the right the right gets kind of pigeonholed as pigeon-held, I don't know, journalism school, man, I <laughs> pigeon-holded as the party of authoritarianism. And that's especially true as the rise of Trump and, and, and modern day fascism has kind of entered the argument, but at the same time today, we're talking about people on the left that are authoritarian and believe that they should, you know, be able to stop people from doing and saying certain things in their own lives but how that's literally the same thing. Like people are, anyone that's authoritarian is in any regard is begging for fascism at the end of the day. Like, and we saw this in history a hundred years ago in the rise of fascism. And that's been covered by numerous outlets in numerous ways um, throughout, you know, the late 2010s and early 2020. So far, I think COVID kind of took the narrative away from that. And obviously there's still people fighting the fight against fascism, but as as soon as any sort of ideology turns to authoritarianism, it it begs for fascism. And I think it's really funny to watch people in my own family who got really into Trump were very apolitical, religious, but apolitical uh, before the Trump era. And just things I've heard from them, right, where they, I I had a relative once tell me that Trump was the only person in America telling the truth. And it's just like that, Praise alone. You can kind of just see that person begging for there to be that Christ-like figure that rises from the people and has all the answers. And in that way, you're you're asking for authoritarianism. Even if they don't know that they're doing that, even if they like have no concept of the real life implications of the things they're saying and the things they're feeling, that's at the end of the day what it is. And there's so many people like that and there's so many people who are looking for that figure to just like have all the answers and figure everything out like like i feel like people uh, the authoritarian left thing to go back to that because i I, this is very apparent on both sides anyone that's authoritarian is in the same bag to me in the same box because even though they believe different things but there there's a common quote that goes around authoritarian leftism where it's like if you're not part of the solution you're part of the problem which is fraught with a number of issues because what solution? right? Like what world do you live in where there's one solution to the problem? I'm not saying that you're wrong because oftentimes I agree with people on the left, even if they are authoritarians when it comes to how to solve the problems. But there are also people that wave don't tread on me flies outside of their homes, right and and are are members of the NRA and in their mind, what you're doing is akin to what people in the whole new age Trump party are doing at the people on January 6th. So who's to say who's right? And obviously I have my opinion on the situation. I'm a lefty through and through. I don't think children should starve. I think that we should help out people that are helpable. But at the same time, for you to say If you're not part of the solution, you're part of the problem. Everyone's a part of their own solution to how they view the problems in the world. And I think when we lose the nuance of these arguments, when we can't have intelligent discussions with people that we disagree with, because me and my dad do not see eye to eye on every issue, but we do see eye to eye on the fact that we have good conversations about these things and that's healthy to the fabric of society. And then to back up further on that, like the whole idea of society, what is American society? Because you have people like my sister being a very good example, who's very, very into the LGBTQ community. And then at the same time is like kind of authoritarian lefty. And then, you know, like I was saying with the don't try to me flags and the NRA, uh, membership and that kind of people, like. They're, we're all this jumbled together in this society. And then you could break it down by region, right? Like I'm from the Northeast. And I live in Texas now. And I had a very interesting conversation the other day with some coworkers are from Texas who just, I couldn't believe the opinions they were spouting about dating and about women wanting to be submissive to their men. And these are women saying, and that's just not like, that's, that's not the way things work where I'm from. And like in the circles that I run in. So what is the interconnectedness of our society? Like, as we fall from the world's empire to being, you know, sort of a a international laughing stock, and at the same time, like, we're not bonded by anything. There's very few things. What's the last thing that bonded Americans? 9-11? That was in 2001. COVID certainly didn't. That was more divisive than maybe anything we've ever gone through as a country. The whole mass thing. And it, it turns out, The people wiping down their boxes from Amazon and yelling at people for not wearing masks in public were just as wrong as the people parading around not wearing masks when we didn't have the answers to everything. Now with all the information that has come out about the efficacy of all this stuff. So it's like, as we further polarize and hate each other as a society, I feel like we get more and more away from the central issue, which is like we're trying to solve the problems that benefit all of us. and. As, as we move further away from, you know, a place of trying to benefit the whole, whether it be left, right, you could call it authoritarian or non-authoritarian, like whatever way we go to get away from each other, we further tear at the very thing that makes us in each other, the very thing that makes us a, a combined people, a nation, a country. and. I was talking to my dad about this and I don't know if China's doing the right thing, right? I don't necessarily believe in a lot like the the social program where like they have your face tracked and they, you know, minus your score if you litter, but you can't tell me that there isn't a more combined society over there and they have significantly more people. Maybe that's just an educated thing. I don't know the ins and outs of what it's like to live in the poor countryside of China. But I imagine that that at least forms some sort of interconnectedness through the people that, and I'm not inventing the wheel here. I think a lot of people have talked about the, the uh, devaluation of our society as a whole of other people of, of the American way. Like, and, and there's a lot of things that I would agree with as far as moving away from that. But if we can't have an honest conversation about like, what our end goal is in the first place, like what, why we're we even having these conversations to better ourselves and better you know, society around us and, and everyone's lives, then what are we doing? What are we doing? Because I envision a future where America is not one whole thing because I don't know if it can go that way forever. I think economically, I think politically, I think culturally, we're just so separated and so split up and the moving around is nice. Like I've, I've loved living in different parts of this country, even if I vehemently disagree with a lot of the South's practices on many things. It's nice to have, see a, a different side of our culture, a different side of America, but at the, at the same time. I don't feel like there's an acceptance of the outsider there. And I would like to know what a Southerner that moved to where I'm from, like in the Northeast or to California or to the Pacific Northwest or whatever, would feel about their ability to be accepted into, you know, a different aspect of American culture. Because I do feel like there's a lot of people that would say the same thing that I'm saying, where if you're not being accepted where you're moving and you're just kind of, oh, that's the, I remember when I was in South Carolina, like I would, I would have disagreements with how the journalism school that generally taught its practices based off like bias and, you know, not rocking the boat and stuff like that. And people would laugh and call me the Yankee journalist. And that in no way is accepting of like who I am or like my place in our society or like my opinions value to the conversation being had. But I would be very curious to to see what people that moved around this country and then thought of being viewed as an outsider, as someone who doesn't belong, because then the further, I, I imagine this just gets worse and worse and worse and worse until one day, like there is no America. What does America mean? Because there's a lot of people who'd be like, America is hot dogs and hamburgers and guns and 4th of July and fireworks and blah, 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 blah. And a lot of people do celebrate that. But I don't think that's what America is anymore because there's far too many factions of very different people. And I think a lot of that is social media, obviously, like your algorithm being totally curated to you and then you not having to face anything outside of your, you know, given algorithm and given set of beliefs because like what you are kind of just fed back to you. And I think that's problematic in its own ways, but that's not really the point I'm trying to get here. But what is America? Who is America? And what are we doing here? Are we trying to make an America? Or do we all want to make our own tiny little sections of America in America? Because at that point, we're not one nation and we shouldn't operate as such. And we shouldn't be this big, massive country that funds wars all over the world. And, you know, like everything America's doing with Israel is so beyond messed up, right? Like they're, the commercial that I see all the time where it's like, hate is starts over here, blah, blah, blah. Like this is, It's making it a Jewish issue when it's really an occupation and genocide issue that Israel is doing with the funds and the military equipment that is provided by the United States. And Joe Biden, just for the first time, talked about sanctioning some people near Gaza that are doing these crimes, but in, in no way did he really address the real issue, which is this sort of ethnic cleansing, this is our land, get out of it, that is going on over I know this might seem like, where did you go? How did you get here? But if we're going to be so different and we're going to be this, because it feels to me like we're moving away from the realm of political debate and the we're moving into the realm of political factions and like the idea of nation states and and places like the Pacific Northwest that operates so differently than a place like Texas that I live in. What are we? Who is America? Are, what is your version of America? Because my version of, of America is the one that in my head that I can, as far as I can think and conceive is the one that benefits the whole. But I don't know what the whole is because the whole disagrees so vastly on what should be happening. Because I think at, at a certain point, like you have the children's starving issue. I've like had I bring that up all the time on this. Been a while. So indulge. I always lean like to my political beliefs don't really matter. But if you're going to tell me that children should be starving, then, you know, there's no discussion to be had. But I think there's a lot of people in America that they wouldn't care. And they would say that, like, oh, whatever, work harder for it. And when it gets to that point where, like, you can't even have base values that the whole agrees on, then. We're fucked. We're fucked. Put on your tinfoil hat. It's over. It's over. And that's what the original part of this podcast is kind of just like view from the bleachers, tell the story of what's going on in America. And I'm at a loss when I think about like what is America? What is your America? That is the thing I'm gonna leave everyone with here today. I said it was gonna be short. I'm gonna make sure I at least put out 10, 15 minutes every week, try to get to 30 if it's a solo have some guests lined up. So I'm very excited for that. But that's what I'm gonna leave everybody with. What is America? And thank you for joining me again. I love you guys. You're my favorite people and everyone that's gonna listen to this. You're the best. Thank you. Peace.